0: So the machine shop here is structured to be able to handle all of our objects within Central Arizona Project, all the mechanical objects that may need repair, overhaul, or refurbishment, plus working on new items to integrate new technology into old systems. We have uh, ten employees assigned to this shop, but that's just a small part of the centralized maintenance as a whole. Uh, We have five mechanics that know how to use machine tools. Uh, like lathes, mills and so on. We have three mechanics that know how to weld and fabricate and uh, all, the, all the apparatus that's here, they could possibly need to be fabricated, welded, bent, uh, put together to replace things that corrode and wear out in the system.
1: You maintain all the mechanics on that 336 mile strip in a shop with 10 guys?
0: Well, it may seem that way, but there are actually two uh, 11 to 12-man crews that go out in the field every Monday morning. They spend their whole work week out in the field, coming back on Thursday as they either install what we have taken addressed here in the machine shop, or they're taking apart the next project that needs to come into the machine shop and arranging for those components to be delivered here. And then on top of that, there's another 12-man crew that's dedicated to applying protective coatings, two-part epoxy coatings on everything we address because after we machine it and make it and get it ready to be installed, it has to be protected from corrosion because every object we touch is going to come in contact with water.
1: And talk about that epoxy coating. I found that really interesting from our tour just about the color system you use to uh,
0: gauge your wear. So in in order to gauge the wear of the coatings and the integrity of the coatings in like our pumps, we will use different color coatings so that as we see what the original top coat of whatever color was chosen, wear out and expose the next color, you know you're losing a certain amount of coating. And when you see another color show up when you do an inspection every two to five years, well, then you now can gauge how fast the coating is eroding, and how close you're getting to back to base metal, which once the water gets to that, a lot of damage can occur. And when you take one of
1: these metal equipment out to work on it, and you bring it back to its metal finish, you had a term for that, and and a certain amount of time you have before you can apply that white coat, or the the first prime coat before it starts to rust.
0: Yeah, so, It's called blasting the near-white metal. We hit it with a steel shot under pressure. We get the metal so clean in preparation for coatings that even in Arizona in the very low humidity we have here You can develop what's called flash rust within ten minutes So you must get it from the blast booth operation into the paint booth Get it secured and start putting on that prime coat before any damage starts occurring now There's a lot of metal
1: in this machine shop and it looks like some parts your average guy just isn't going to be able to pick this up by his hand and move it.
0: No and that's why we have an extensive crane system here to be able to move components from one shop to the next from the machine shop to the weld shop or drop it off for the coders to be able to go through their blasting and coating process and we do it all with a crane. There is very little here that we actually can handle by hand to get from one area to another to do the repair operations we need to do. And one of the most interesting things was what you said at the very
1: beginning about you know, the engineering and the, as it relates to
0: time. So back in 1968, when President Johnson signed the act that created this project, everything was designed around the best engineering technology that was available in the 60s and early 70s. And of course, construction didn't really start in earnest until the 80s, so we are working on antique mechanical devices that were engineering marvels for the time, considering the amount of water they need to pump, the pressures that are involved, and so on and so forth in the whole operation of moving this water down a canal. 1.5
1: million acre-feet of water per year, if my uh, numbers are correct?
0: Yes, that is true. That's a lot of water. But we have a lot of customers in the system that really rely on us to dependably deliver the water when they need it and when they have to have it so that the economy in Arizona continues to be robust because many of our farmers are ag customers. Uh, A lot of customers in the municipalities that rely on that delivery of water, they put in their orders in advance, and they expect a certain amount of water. And as far as I understand, We have never disappointed a customer by not being able to deliver what they want, when they need it, so that they can grow their crops, so that everybody's faucets turn on and deliver water. The reason for our existence is to keep everybody from being thirsty. From
2: the south end of Lake Havasu, the CAP Mark Wilmer Pumping Plant begins moving Colorado River water through six 66,000 horsepower pumps that require 50 megawatts each to operate. CAP has the capacity to move 6,000 acre-feet of water per day at a rate of 3,000 cubic feet per second. That's comparable to 6,000 basketballs per second that would fill an Olympic-sized pool in 30 seconds. After Mark Wilmer Pumping Plant, there are an additional 13 pump plants and one hydroelectric station at the one storage reservoir we know as Lake Pleasant that has 812,000 acre feet in storage capacity that we share with the Maricopa Water District. The system includes eight major underground inverted siphons with some of the largest pipes in North America that are 21 feet in diameter, 39 radial checkgate structures to control the flow of water, and six direct groundwater recharge projects for storage. The water is lifted 2,900 feet in elevation over a 300 300- 136 mile stretch to the terminus point 14 miles south of Tucson at I-19 and Pima Mine Road, with less than 4.4% evaporation, two-thirds from Lake Pleasant. This totals an average of 1.5 million acre-feet of water delivered per year. It's delivered to 16 irrigation districts and more than 20 municipalities, serving roughly 80% of the state's population. CAP's delivery of Colorado River water has generated more than $2 trillion of Arizona's gross state product.